Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Jeff Schwartz alongside. Um, John Middlecoff's going to join us in like, what, 20 minutes, guys? Yeah, 20 minutes. We'll talk uh, some about the Monday night football game last night where uh, there's a lot of takeaways from it. Um, one, uh, rich people don't always know how to dress. Two, uh, the whole hand, do I do I handshake, do I not handshake thing. And three, the, 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 the weirdest streak in... Professional sports is over, right? It had been how many years since the Ravens lost a preseason game? 24 like, games. Yeah. So, I mean, it, there's now done the three, years, like seven right? years. It was 2015. Eight, tw- yeah. So, eight years. It's wild. Years. Yeah. Wild. And it was an exciting, it was actually an exciting game. And I like, again, I, I don't know if you think this. I'm not saying Buck and Aikman were bad at Fox, but it feels like they've been refreshed. It feels like, like, look, when you're at ESPN, it feels a little bit more like uh, they, like Troy's flexing his football knowledge muscles in the season. And for whatever reason, I think Buck's yeah. better as well. Well, I think for, you know, this is the first game this year in the preseason we've had the traditional sort of TV setup, right? Where most of the time when you're watching a preseason game at NFL Network, it's the home broadcast, right? So this is the first one we get the kind of the whole professional, big, over-the-top broadcast, broadcasting crew. I just th- thought they sounded very prepared. Like they knew all the players. They knew the position battles. They had talked to the coach. It was I think it was nice to, to hear that. 
from a perspective of a neutral broadcaster, not just when you're listening to the one broadcast for the one home team of the feed that's being shown by NFL Network. I, that's what I like last night. I agree they were both good last night, but I liked hearing sort of the, the big nature of the broadcast. I did too. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I just think in general those guys have been better and they feel kind of professionally refreshed. I don't know if other people feel that way, but that's... I never yeah. thought they were... I, I don't understand why people don't like Joe Buck. It makes no sense to me. I think he's really good. <laughs> I think Aikman's... I mean, I, I never understand. People really, really dislike broadcasters. And maybe it's easy to hate on people. And it's more fun to hate on people than yes. it is to... Generally, yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I never understood it. I think Buck is, is really, really good at his Amazing. job. Amazing. He was amazing at baseball. Maybe no, the no baseball has him more refreshed. He has new baseball games right yeah. now. Yeah, I would. I would. That's probably a. That's probably a good. Good call. Yeah. I'd, I mean, he was. I, I just remember watching Game Six of the World Series when the Cardinals were in, and David Freeze, uh, you know, down the last strike twice, right? And they win the game, and he he and a tip of the cap to his dad, and we'll see you tomorrow night. I was like, yep. that was incredible. That in that moment he had that line and. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's he's unbelievable. Um, so I'm I'm with you, and maybe gives us a chance to to uh, he 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 cracked a joke about his own HBO show getting canceled last night. I thought that was really funny. People forgot, right? That was a one show. That was a one show run. You didn't have to binge watch that one. Here's John Harbaugh, <laughs> head coach of the Ravens, talking about that streak, that 24 game preseason winning streak coming to an end. Think about something like that, and I just told our guys, you're proud of it, of course, you know, you, you appreciate it, but the thing that you're proud of is all those games are mostly just like that. You know, preseason games that people want to write, write about, some of you in here want to write about and say they don't mean anything because you never played the game. You never were out there in a preseason game. You never were fighting for a spot on the team, and yet you have the audacity to say that the effort that somebody puts into that to win and fight and win a game like that is meaningless. Tell me that was meaningless out there what you just saw. If you like football, is that a meaningless football game? You know, I can't respect anybody that says that because of the effort these guys put into it. That's, what's, that's what you're proud of. And that's, that's why I'm so proud of these guys for the way they fought. It doesn't I, matter win or loss. It matters, it matters the, way they, the way they went about their business tonight. And I'm proud of them for that. Always will be. I, 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 thought, they, I thought dudes were playing hard last night. Who was the tight end from the, from the commanders who dropped the ball on third down? I was like, man, you, you, that, that's a game. They really want to make preseason entertaining. Guy drops the ball, touches his hands in a game-winning drive. Cut him right there. He just, here's a pink slip. Too harsh, maybe. I don't know. But he's probably getting let go anyway. Look, I obviously the streak played, I think, a big role in, in Washington. I, again, coaches are right. Everyone's playing hard in the preseason. But the bigness and the energy in the stadium, I think, felt different because of the streak. But also, I think players understand what playing on Monday Night Football is. And there's just a little more juice, man. Like you're playing on you're playing on, on, on national television. It's different than obviously as I mentioned, your game just being shown on NFL network. You're on national television. Yeah. There's a streak to be beaten. Guys at the back of the roster are playing at the end of games. Like you mentioned Jake Fromm trying to put out film to, to show enough Anthony Brown, the Ravens Jake, Jake quarterback. Jake Fromm was better than Jacoby Brissett. That last interception from Jacoby Brissett was awful. I was like, man. Yeah. I like Jacoby Brissett, but damn, that was bad. And, and as you know, guys are not only fighting to put out tape, right? You want to put out a good tape for somebody else. Um, but it, just in real time, if you're a GM, you're sitting around, you're watching the click around, watching the game. That's just very normal. So, yeah, you did get the competitive juices flowing. Um, there was there, There's other aspects to it. Washington, of course, 
gave us our first nationally televised look at Sam Howell, their starting quarterback. Here's their head coach, Ron Rivera, on Howell's game. I thought Sam did exactly what we were hoping him, um, expecting him to do. Uh, went out, executed, <clears throat> took control, um, took control of, uh, of the offense, took control of the huddle, did a good job at the line of scrimmage. You know, there are a couple things I, I know that he does want to have back, but I thought he executed and, and handled the situation, circumstances the way he needed to. There's a lot of pressure, obviously, and, and we know how important the uh, quarterback position is in the league and, and how important it is, you know, in this area. You know, that we've been looking for one, and I think we have an opportunity to have a guy that, that has a chance to, to, to be a really good football player for us. Um, I mean, like, look, it's a preseason, but he he looks steady as he goes, and I'm fascinated to see how the commanders, what this season looks like, because throughout Ron Rivera's tenure, it's like whoever he throws out there ends up getting hurt, and it derails any sort of chance of being competitive. Now he's throwing out a former fourth-round pick, and can can they be competitive if he stays healthy? I think they can be competitive because the roster is really good. And it's obviously a season where I think Ron Rivera has to be competitive with, with a new owner who did not hire him, yep. uh, who's going to want to put his own touches on this team. Um, and it's kind of unfair to, to Ron, who's had to deal with a lot as the head coach, right? He's had to, to be the spokesperson at some points when ownership should have been the, the ones in front of the camera. Um, and you know, he's done a fabulous job of doing that job and also being the head coach of, of, uh, of the commanders. Um, and they have a really talented roster. There's a lot of there's a lot of to be to be excited for at the wide receiver position. It seems like like Terry McLaurin is going to be fine after seeing a little injury yesterday. Good at running back. Offensive line is solid. Defensively, a very good defensive line. And if Chase Young comes back healthy and, and like he has been in previous years, they're even better. Like they've been a quality defense for many years now. It comes down to, to Sam Howell and and how good can he be? My my general assessment, Doug, a preseason play because. It, it, we're seeing you know twos versus twos, ones versus twos, ones versus threes, twos versus threes. It's hard to know who's in the game. Is it doesn't look like it should, right? And last night somehow looked like it should, which is a positive thing, right? You don't want it to look like it shouldn't look. It doesn't look like it should. And somehow operated the game last night like he should against a lot of backups. Okay, um, and I like the performance. It, it doesn't mean I think he's going to be um, a top ten quarterback this season, but if he can just do that. Be average, move the ball, limit mistakes. They're going to be in the hunt for a playoff spot. I think many people are picking them to finish fourth in that division. I think they finish better than fourth in that division. I don't know which which. So who's last there. for you? I don't know. Again, I I don't. There's a lot of there's so much unknown there. I I love the idea of them being average. What if they you did like one two three average? There we go. That'd be very cool. I would, I would I would be into that. Keeper's Heart is the new and unique style of whiskey that combines the best of Irish and American whiskeys, creating the smooth character of Irish whiskey and the bold flavor of American whiskeys. If you're a whiskey fan, you've got to try it. Drink responsibly. All right, there was the Josh Harris in the booth moment, which has gone viral. Okay, so Josh Harris is, he's worth, I don't know, it says $6 billion, right? But he's the managing general partner of of the Commanders, of the Sixers, of the Flyers. Anything else? He's a former hedge fund guy. He's got a lot of money. So, um, he is, you want to guess his age? Um, 47. No, he's too young. Yeah. 57. 58. So you're sort of close. Yeah. Sort of, sort of close. By the way, uh, he holds degrees from Wharton and, um, the Harvard business school, right? Like, um, so, uh, Josh Harris, uh, is, uh, excuse me, it's the devils, the commanders, 
and the 76ers. Okay. And uh, he's the co-founder of private equity firm Apollo Global. So he's worth a lot of money. He's up there in the booth with, with Aikman and Buck. How would you describe the polo shirt he was wearing? <laughs> like, a, uh, like he went to a thrift store on the way in and no, just found- No, it's not a thrift store. Come on. What if it's, it's like Armani and we're like, we're completely it's fa- missing this it's, thing? It's a faded burgundy polo with a pocket faded. in the front. It did look faded. It looked like it, it looked like it had been either worn way too many times or had been sitting in the back of a closet for 20 years. Or again, he just was like, I don't have a burgundy shirt. I'm going to the nearest store I can find on the way in t- tonight and we're buying. Because he could have just walked up to the equipment guys and hand me a coach's polo, like hand me a, a, a commander's polo. And instead, um, I, 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 Armani, Arm, do Armani polos have pockets in the front of them? I don't know. I would imagine the answer is no. I don't, I don't no. Armani Polo, but I, I would, I would guess. I, <laughs> I would guess it's one of those like that's expensive. But okay, it it didn't have a button, so it did look a little unkempt. It did look a little faded, and I couldn't tell. It looked like he was sweating, like in that top part of the belly thing, or he got a little spot on it, you know, drinking or eating something before the game, which. I, like it's a kindred spirit, right? I've never worn anything that I don't get something on at some point in time, but I also am not a billionaire owner that can't go like, "Hey, dude, somebody will get me a polo. I'm about to be on national TV." Um, so I thought the polo was it, it was Jay Stu. You mentioned it. It's you're always fascinated by what rich people wear. Oh yeah, I mean, imagine all the options that billionaires have, either to have people shop for them or to to be up on your style. And also, if you have a significant other in your life, they should always check you before you go out the door. If, if you don't have faith in what you're wearing, and I'm one of those guys, I'll just check with the missus and just be like, what do you think? I mean, that obviously he didn't do that checklist. Yeah, there was, there was no chance. I think Marjorie is his wife's name. There's no chance he was like, Marge, what do you think? She's like, are you going in public or are you going to like go work on the car? So... Yeah, that's one of those you stop before they get. But but just having a friend, just like, uh, hey, boss, what do you think about throwing on one of these new uh, Commander Polos? Nah, I like this one. Boss, I think you need to throw on one of these new Commander Polos. Yeah. I, I'm, did he, I'm just curious if he had on something else and took it off to put this on for the interview. Like maybe he thought it going like, you know, was he making the rounds up in the box earlier with a suit and well, tie he on, on? He and, was on the field, then he came up, then he went back down to the field. So you wore this all night. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it, unexpected. I put it like that. Okay. Un- what about attire. what about what about the handshake? Okay. So <laughs> for people who haven't seen it yet, virally, Jeff Schwartz, Doug Gottlieb, and for Dan the Danettes, Joe Buck, he's talking to Joe, or Joe's talking, and Joe's using his hands, and he extends his right hand, and it does look like you know based upon hand positioning that he's going in for a handshake. Only he's not making the handshake eye eye contact, right? So then Harris goes and at some point goes like, okay, I'll shake your hand. And then they both pull it away like, oh, it's almost like um, if you're ever sitting next to another dude in the movie theater, you know, you're supposed to leave space between you and somebody else in the movie theater. And then you you use the same hand rest, arm rest for a second. Then all of a sudden you both instinctively pull your arm back. There was a little bit of that last night. Absolutely. The best part by far was Troy Aikman holding in a laugh because he saw it happen and he tried not to laugh because he's on national television, and it was the best. That that was by far the best part. It wasn't even the awkward handshake. It was the fact that Troikman saw it and giggled to himself. Well, and Van Pelt made fun of it, too, on the cut-in. He's like, he just wanted a handshake. That's all he wanted was a handshake. 
Well, they probably the think about it. Okay, did they not shake hands when he entered the booth? No. Like, I, hey, man, nice to meet you. Or was it like they were already on live television when he entered the booth? I feel I like know. that would have already happened. That makes it even more awkward that he went for a second handshake. Well, like, yeah, and it wasn't the end of the conversation, too, and that's usually when a handshake occurs, right? It, yeah. It, hey, good to see you. Congratulations to the team. You make eye contact. But he did see kind of a flailing hand out there, and you're like, you know. It also reminds me of post-COVID, we've gotten, and I actually think this started with the Obama thing, right? Obama was like the fist bump president, you know, and you never know, like, am I going for fist bump? Am I going for handshake? And then with COVID, we also threw in the elbow thing that somehow became, like, acceptable, like elbow, fist, or handshake. I just think you got to go in super early. You got to make eye contact before you decide what you're doing. Got to be, eye contact is everything. Got to make some eye contact. Yeah, I've uh, I've had this thing many to many of us. I still go handshake, man. I'm so I'm back to handshake now. I'm not I'm not fist bumping anybody. Mm. Yeah, huh. I'm back to handshake. No, huh? Are you not? I'm a handshaker. Yeah, I love a good yeah. handshake. Good firm handshake. I, go, I just go right in. I just go right but, in. I mean, there's lots someone... of dudes. I do the do the fist bump. I'll do the fist bump to people that I don't know or I don't know where their hands have been. Or it's like, it's a way of connecting without real, like a handshake is a real firm connection, eye contact thing, whereas a fist yeah. bump is, a, is, it's, you know, like we're not really Facebook friends or you don't have to follow me on social media, but, but I, I like you. Here I you acknowledge go. that we're, that we know each other. I acknowledge that we share the earth together and we're not yeah. arch enemies. We, someone needs to ask Josh Harris where he got this polo from. I'm You're still looking, really, I'm looking at it again. very concerned about this. I am. It's just, it's not... Ownership approved. Yeah, I always thought private equity guys were always overdressed. I just, that was always my assumption. You know, and maybe being, the part of being rich is you can wear what you want, but if that's what you want, like, come on, man. It's your first time on national TV and a public-facing, front-facing owner of of one of the historic franchises in the NFL. All right? I just, I don't want to be critical, but I'm going to be a little critical. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Well, they remix Farside? I had no idea. Doug Gottlieb? And, of course, Jeff Schwartz in for Dan the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Schwartz, did you see that uh, Baker Mayfield named starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today? That was actually- Yeah, the, the fight for Caleb Williams is on. I would have started Kyle Trask for that, but I get why they started Baker Mayfield. You think they're tanking? Uh, n- well, no. I mean, I, I, don't think, I, I don't think they're trying to tank. Uh, we Look, tanking is done with the roster, right? It's done with um, having a really bad football team starting at quarterback. I think Tampa's too good for that. They have enough good players. And their division stinks. And their division stinks. Um, But they're in a really tough spot because, I mean, ideally you would absolutely be tanking, right? Because Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask are not your future. You could have a situation where you got really bad this year, started Kyle Trask and sucked up, but Todd Bowles is fighting for his job. He, He can't... He can't tank this year. Jonathan Gannon can in Arizona because it's a first year. First year, Bulls, if Bulls goes four and thirteen, yeah. he won't be the coach next year. Well, it's interesting because Bulls was in this exact same position when he was with the Jets, right? His last year, where people thought they were tanking there, they end up winning six games, and it was very surprising that he won six games. Yeah. Um, so I think that 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 element to it is really interesting. Um. I also just think the, the, the fall off of Baker Mayfield is fascinating that we just now come to grips with the fact that, hey, maybe he's not that good. And Oh, I've thought that for years, but the, I was on an island with that, with that take for a while. I was, I, was, I, was a, I was actually on the other side of that island. Um, it was weird that we didn't run into each other. It must have been a much bigger yeah. island with a lot more forest, and we're just like, eh, yeah. I'm just going to stay here on the beach and wait for somebody to come rescue us. But, yeah, that's... That's really, as for Arizona, okay, so you think they tank, 
get Caleb Williams and trade Kyler Murray? I think they will try to trade Kyler Murray, even though his contract is probably nearly impossible that to happen. You have a new general manager and a new head coach with no allegiance to Kyler Murray whatsoever. Uh, they made it clear you know, this year that they are stockpiling picks. Um, they did a great job in the draft of getting more picks for next year. And there's just no allegiance to Kyler Murray. There's none whatsoever. And I think they will try to move him. Again, the contract makes it tough. The suitors probably make it tough. But I think in an ideal world, they would love to have... Caleb Williams is different. I, and I hate comparing um, players to kind of Hall of Fame talents in like a Patrick Mahomes. Caleb Williams is is a Hall of Fame talent. I, it doesn't mean he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, you obviously where you where you go, who who's your coach, who's your weapons, your injury status, those all play a role in it. But Caleb Williams has elite talent that position. And if I were Arizona, and I would get off Kyler Murray as soon as possible to draft him if I was able to do so. Uh, John Middlecoff joins us, three and out podcast uh, extraordinaire. Of course, he's a former. Uh, scout in the National Football League, and he joins us in the Dan Patrick Show with Jeff Schwartz. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Uh, is that is that a plausible uh, plan if you're Arizona? Well, I was watching them against the Chiefs, and they're god awful. And I understand it's the preseason, but you look at the roster. I mean, they're really, and, and it's hard to predict, right? I mean, I predicted last year the Giants in Seattle be drafting the top five, so things change in the NFL. But that that team stinks. Uh, I think if you have the number one overall pick, assuming Caleb just keeps doing what he's doing, uh, yeah. And, and I think you saw last night on Monday Night Football, I mean, Josh Harris greenlit the James Harden trade, right? He wanted James Harden on the Sixers. Kyler Murray, Washington Commanders, get a little juice. Uh, they got that one written all over, assuming Sam Howell you know, is, is average to below this year. So I, I always think you can unload a quarterback talent because, listen, I, I'm not a huge Kyler Murray guy. Just I just, I don't know, like my quarterbacks to have some maturity to them. But I, I've never disputed his, his physical attributes and when he's right. He, he's definitely an intriguing player, and he's played at a really high level in the NFL. That, Like, like Jeff was saying, the contract – it's a disaster. It, it honestly, looking back, it really is crazy. It made no sense. Like they, they were not why they did that at the time they did that, and it's. I, I don't think any contract because even some of the running back contracts, right? I mean, Todd Gurley, Zeke, we're talking like forty, fifty million dollars guaranteed. When you start talking one hundred seventy, one hundred eighty million dollars guaranteed on a guy that you basically immediately regret, it, that's an all-time, uh, you know, kind of doozy. John, you're very plugged into the Bay Area. Is Trey Lance going to be an outright cut for the Niners in a couple of weeks, or are they going to keep him around? What's the plan for, for Trey Lance? Yeah, I mean, I, I think only internally, like Kyle and like their kind of star core know that, you know, anytime you have a third quarterback, he should never be talked about ever. Like, it, it should be the last thing anyone ever talks about. But when you factor in how much they traded for him, he would be the most discussed third quarterback in the history of the league, really on a weekly basis. Anytime their starter, whether it's Purdy, you know, if he were to go down, Darnold, uh, the moment Purdy started to struggle, it's not just because Cam Darnold's going to be the second quarterback. He would be like, well, it should be Trey's time. So it's just one of those that I could see. I mean, Belichick did this for years, right? The moment there was any sense of distraction, he removed it. Now, I think they really like Trey Lance. I know people on the internet thought that his fourth quarter performance was like Tom Brady-like. I mean, it was against a bunch of guys that, let's face it, are not going to be NFL roster guys. Uh, but 
and you could also say if the greatest performance of your NFL career came at the end of a fourth quarter in a preseason game, not ideal. So I, I think it's 50-50 now. To trade him, he makes a lot of money relative to backup quarterbacks and definitely third-string quarterbacks because he was drafted so high. So the Niners would have to eat some money, right? He's making $9 million this year, I think like almost $10 million next year. They would probably have to do what the Broncos did years ago when they ate all that Vaughn Miller money to get the picks. Now, the Broncos got like a second and a third or whatever for Vaughn Miller. The 49ers, what were we talking, sixth, seventh-round pick? Uh, but I definitely think that's on the table. Um, okay. Uh what is their level of confidence in Sam Darnold? And I, I bring that up because, you know, you have a quarterback last year who, you know, not drafted, but obviously high football IQ, very accurate. But second time around, you know, they figure you out. Whereas Darnold is a guy with, at least it appears to have a lot more talent, right? Pure raw, you know, body type, arm talent or whatever. Like, is Sam Donald actually the best quarterback on that roster? Yeah, he's definitely the most physically gifted. I mean, part of and we talk about this all the time, right? Guys that for every Caleb Williams or Patrick Mahomes, there are guys that don't have all the measurables that have like this innate, the instincts to play the position. And Purdy definitely has a lot of that. But, you know, Sam Donald, he throws the ball. I always thought his arm was a little overrated, but watching him this preseason, like, he definitely can swing it. I think it's pretty simple that this was a player that easily could have gone a lot of places throughout the NFL to be a lock backup. I mean, technically he competed here. I don't ever viewed it really as a competition because I think any time that the coach signs you for $3.5 million when you had clearly other options, you're kind of told. But I also think he was kind of told, like, listen, we drafted this guy at the end of the seventh round. He's already injured. There's no guarantee that this guy's going to maintain playing. And this is the type team. It's why we love Trey Lance when they drafted him. Like, what a great place to go. You just throw screen passes, get the ball to George Kittle, and your numbers look awesome, and you win games. But he, he just struggled to do that in his limited time. So I know for a fact Kyle likes him, and I don't blame him. I, I like him, too, because he's only 25 years old. And like we all talked about, the physical gifts, you're talking about a blue chipper from USC uh, who was handed – you know, one of the worst situations in recent memory, given the team, definitely the Jets, and even the Carolina situation was not ideal. I mean, I think he's looked really good through the preseason game, so it would not shock me. Just, I mean, who knows if Purdy's going to be able to stay healthy. He's not the biggest guy that if Sam Darnold came in for the 49ers and played well. I'm so fascinated by the Niners because I don't think we've seen a team that has such elite talent, left tackle, running back, pass rusher, linebacker, uh, a slash player in, in, in a Debo, but just can't find a quarterback. And it's, somehow the staff sort of gets a break on that. Like if this is anyone else, you'd be like, yeah, the staff can't find a quarterback. That's a problem. Why is there not that criticism for Kyle Shanahan compared to maybe other places when they would kind of get criticized for not being able to find that franchise guy? Yeah, I mean, I just think at the end of the day, it's about winning big, and he's won six playoff games in four years. So I, I know he hasn't won the Super Bowl, but if you're rattling off playoff wins, I mean, it, you know, this was a team really beside, and Jeff, you know this, I mean, beside the Chiefs, is there any team in the league that's really Super Bowl or bust? Like, if the Cowboys this year were to make the NFC Championship game, it, it would be an awesome accomplishment for the franchise. So does it suck to lose in the NFC Championship game? Of course. But if you're getting there, it's a pretty big deal. This franchise obviously means a lot to the NFL in terms of being able to be good and be put on primetime games with ratings and they have just 
you know, you just watch them play. They're well coached. They're they're an easy watch. They're just you know a huge part of it is Kyle, right? So he gets part of it. They swung and they missed on Trey Lance, which I would have gone Justin Fields, which who knows? That might have not worked either. I definitely would have gone Mac Jones. We might just look back as they never should have traded. They should have just taken like Micah Parsons or something. Obviously, they should have. But they're winning. And as long as you – I mean, last year they won 13 games. So you consistently do that. You consistently win the division. It's really hard for anyone to kind of talk crap about what you're doing. John Minokoff's our guest. Three and Out is his podcast. It's outstanding. It's on the Volume Podcast Network. He joins us on the Dan Patrick Show with Jeff Schwartz. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Dan Danette's back Thursday live from Ireland. Um, okay, I'm, I'm watching last night with the Ravens, and obviously we didn't see Lamar Jackson. And one of the things that I've never really understood is people act like the Ravens haven't used their resources to get wide receivers before this year. Right? When they drafted wide receivers in the first, second, third round, they gave Mark Andrews a bunch of money. They got J- they got J.K. Dobbins. Obviously, he's been hurt a bunch, but they have gone out and got Odell Beckham. Probably overpaid for him, right? Then they get Zay Flowers. Dobbins is back. Still have Mark Andrews, and now a n- whole new offense. What's your level of confidence that this will uh, that this will work? And you forget the year that they drafted Mark Andrews, who turned out to be the best tight end in their draft, because they also drafted Hayden Hurst right. in the first round. Right. So, I mean, they have definitely put a Hollywood Brown. They've they put a lot of resources there. Uh, listen, I, I think they could be good. I mean, they have the organizational consistency over the years. If he's healthy, they should be a playoff-level team. When you see those images, though, of Odell Beckham and Clowney on the sideline, it kind of has, like, NBA feel of, like, signing some big names. That, that's not usually the way it works in the NFL, right? If you just watch random preseason games, you watch all these random guys that, unless you're some college football nut, guys having success that are going to go on to make teams and be contributing players. It does feel a little bit like, you know, the Clowney and definitely the Odell Beckham, if that was, I mean, the Odell Beckham for sure was to make Lamar happy. Is that really the way to win the NFL? Uh, clearly that division, I mean, we know how good the Bengals have been. I think the Steelers are going to be really good. Uh, who knows with the Browns, but it can't be disputed. They got a bunch of talent. So I think this is just a reality. Anytime you pay the quarterback astronomical amount of money, it's like this way in Philly. It was like this way last year with Arizona. The pressure goes up, what do you think, like five, tenfold? Like we already, it's the NFL, so we, you know, put everything through the microscope, especially when you have good teams. But I think you could feel there's a pressure. And even John Harbaugh, after the game about winning the preseason game, like I, I don't think missing the playoffs this year, and it's just part of par for the course with them, the Steelers, and the Bengals now. They're all kind of held to each other's standards. And uh, I just think there's a lot of pressure, on, especially when you factor in how good the AFC is going to be. There is definitely going to be some very, very talented quarterbacks that whenever the first, you know, that wild card round that, that are watching on TV with all of us. I think Washington can be um, a playoff team if Sam Howell is any good. What are your expectations uh, for him with kind of first year as a starter, Eric Bieniemy is the OC, and there's there's a pressure in Washington to win or that coaching staff is going to be gone? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought last year when their quarterback situation was crazy that if you just watched them on a random week and you didn't have any bias or agenda, you went, God, they got a lot of talent in a lot of different positions. 
right? They weren't your typical non-playoff team uh, last year. Like if they had solid quarterback play, just a little more consistency. Like the one thing that clearly is weird is the enemy Ron Rivera thing. Now, ultimately, if you start winning games early, who cares? I mean, we saw last year they pushed around the Eagles. I just – they were my kind of sleeper pick in the summer. But just watching the Giants, I mean, I, I think Dayball's a stud. If they get Darren Waller right, I, how, do the, how does Washington not finish last in that division? Right? I think Cowboys and Eagles are clearly better. And then to me, you know, I, I expect Daniel Jones to kind of take that jump the way Alex did once he got with Andy. He just became like a better player. And part of it is you just got better players around you in terms of the skill positions. You got Saquon's got his mind right. Uh, I definitely think you know Washington could be feisty. But the other thing is, anytime you get that new owner, you kind of get all these conversations going. On. We're already talking "quote unquote" hot seat because he is. I mean, every single human will be fired in that building, besides some of the players. So, I think if they don't start fast, it just could get weird immediately. Yeah. Um, how problematic is the Jets' offensive line? Um, considering not just expectations, um, but also they they don't have any easy ones out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really high on the Jets, and then, you know, I'm not trying to do my scouting off hard knocks, but if, if you watch, you go, God, they, they, their offensive line stinks. And if you don't have solid tackle, tackle play, I, I don't care how good you are at running the ball, and they, they should be pretty good at running the ball, right? I mean, you add Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, you you know come with that mindset of when Aaron Rodgers kind of resurrected his career in 19 with Lafleur, they they really started hammering the run, and then it opened everything up. Now their offensive line was clearly better in Green Bay, but it's going to be tough. Especially, I mean, the teams in that division can all rush the passer. You got a lot of defense. Think about the defensive coordinators in that division. You got Belichick, you got Fangio, and you got Sean McDermott. So I mean, it's just it's just hard now. On the flip side, the one way to make up for it, what if their defense is just unreal? I mean, their pass rush, Quinn Williams looks like a bigger version of Warren Sapp. They've drafted multiple edge rushers the last two years. They both look pretty darn good. Uh, Sauce is easily going to be one of the better, if not the best, lockdown corner in, in the NFL, maybe him or the dude in Denver. So I, I just wonder maybe the defense can help him up, but ultimately – you know, and we've seen this where they've let themselves down with the Packers, right? They just haven't kind of done sometimes an offense the last couple of years in the frigid cold, which it's hard. Now, it's not quite as cold in New York, but if you can't protect Aaron, you know, at 39 years old, I mean, Brady was older, but you really saw it the last couple of years. He just, I don't want to get, he's like, I'm not getting peppered here. Yeah. Like, is Rodgers is going to sit in there till the bitter end, Andrew Luck style, and deliver strikes? You know, it's, it's, it's harder to do when you got hundreds of millions now. He, he clearly is pretty motivated. Like this, not just this year, but the next two years are big. So, so maybe like I, I've been kind of singing their praises, but if you think about their offensive line, you got to change your tune. I wonder if next year they're more likely with another offseason to add to the offensive line to be more formidable than this year. John Middlecoff, three and out podcast on the Volume Podcast Network. You're the best, Johnny. Talk soon. Thanks, John. See you guys later. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes along with my man Jeff Schwartz. Labor Day signals the end that fall is fast approaching. Apple picking. Oh, we'll get to that upcoming. My bad. Do love a little apple picking. Um, you know, it's interesting, Jeff, we, we talked a little bit about the commanders and how they're in this window now of building this roster because they don't have a quarterback making a bunch of money. No team is, you know, I, I would say the, the other two teams in that position are the Bengals and the Chargers. Now the Bengals eventually will sign Joe Burrow to an extension, which will likely go live yeah. next year. But the Chargers have signed Justin Herbert to an extension, which will go live next year. Obviously, already collects his money this year. But the point is that this this is the year, right, for the Chargers. And, um, you know, you, you bring in Kellen Moore's now your offensive coordinator, so they feel better there in terms of fit. Um, as of now, fully healthy. You know, you get Rashawn Slater back. You got Derwin really James. Yeah. You got Joey Bosa. Again, we'll see if they can maintain their health. Isn't there kind of an urgency there? And yet you tell anybody who hasn't really paid attention to rosters and what they're doing, like, it's still the Chargers. But what are your thoughts on that team and the urgency (laughs) to win? 
Well, they're not still the Chargers. Um, I mean, that that is part of it, right? That's part of it that clouds our judgment of them because we've seen in, in football, whether NFL or college, there's those teams that sometimes just keep, you just can't get out of their own way for whatever reason. Um, one, one thing they did this offseason too, Doug, that I think is, is not being talked about but also is very important is they uh, they fired their 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 trainer their athletic trainer um, and hired someone different and they've been injury prone for years now and I think that's going to make a big difference in, in their injury um, prevention and this ability to stay healthy you mentioned the players they have back I mean you're adding all pro players back to the lineup you're only going to be better this season I just think that again there is um, a little bit of uh, do we trust them in a in a division with the Chiefs to do what they should be doing because you know again they, they've proven over the years to not be trustworthy in those big moments they're good though they don't I mean I, I love Justin Herbert as you mentioned they have an all pro left tackle coming back they drafted um the wide receiver out of TCU like they got they got dudes man it's just a matter of staying healthy and, and not being the Chargers got, and not got, being the Chargers it is it's a hard thing to break through but I would I would say that and I, it's on a different level, okay? I'm not saying it's... But you remember the Chiefs before they got Mahomes. They were constantly falling short, usually at home in the first round of the playoffs, oh, yeah. right? Yep. And then you get, the you get a breakthrough quarterback, and now they've been they've only, at least been in the AFC Championship game every year he's been a starter. And so, I mean, like, look, you look at the progression and should have made the playoffs two years ago, didn't, lost that crazy last game to the Raiders. That wasn't the game that killed him. Uh, the Texans game killed them because they had like Correct. 20 players out, right? Um, and then last year, you know, should have beaten the Jaguars. You got a huge lead in the first half and didn't. Yeah. But the natural progression would be, okay, you take the next step this year, but we're still held back by the Chargers are going to charger because they've chargered so much. Yeah. And the Chargers actually play the Chiefs really tough each year, too. Yeah. Um, you know, they're the one team that's gone arrowhead most often and, and been them and played close games. Um, and so there's not a there's not a fear from them, I think, of having to go through the Chiefs in that division. They just it, it seems like they play their best game every year against them. And so, um, no, there's a real possibility. They they they're going to be a 11, 12 win team this year um, and and do some damage in the playoffs. I think for a lot of us and same with I'm, I feel the same way. I kind of have to see you do it first before I really believe it's going to be a thing. And when you blow a 27-point lead last year on the road like you did, a lot of us are like, well, I don't know, got to see it happen again this season. Sure. The Kellen Moore edition is huge because Justin Herbert has a gifted, talented arm, and they did not use it to the best of its ability the last couple of seasons. So does Kellen Moore get that out of him early in the year? Um, I, I, I just, I like, I, I, I mean, and I know you watch football differently than me. I do watch every snap of the Chargers. I mean, I don't know. I, I think part of it is you can't have a quarterback stand back there and throw deep when you don't have your left tackle. And you have Austin Eckler and you got him yeah. the ball a bunch. Um, so, I mean, you know, all, it all has to make sense. I do think Kellen Moore is going to be better as an offensive coordinator, but I don't know if I'd be so critical of not throwing the ball deep downfield because you have to Keenan Allen's not a deep threat. Mike Williams is not healthy enough. And you know, you just kind of yeah. throw it up to Mike Williams. You gotta have the guys and the time to throw the ball deep. You absolutely do. That that is correct. You can you know, there are ways to obviously scheme up certain ways to kind sure. of max protect and make it happen. But you're right, they don't have and maybe Johnson's that wide receiver now, even though um, I think that's not what his skill set will be in the NFL. Um, but I think just having um, you know an offense that 
really, you know, Herbert, I think the one knock on Herbert sometimes, he actually goes through his reads too fast and yeah. just immediately checks down to his to Austin Eckler, which is not a bad option. Sure. But getting him out of doing that, I think, is going to be important for more offensive success, more sustained success um, over you know over a season. Yeah. I will say, though, it, it does take eight to ten regular season weeks to get that for new an offense, offense to yeah. really feel good. Yeah. And yeah. Even Kirk Cousins mentioned this in that quarterback series. It's yeah. like it, takes, it, it, it takes about that time. So Charger fans, like, you might... You know, they, you might. They, they got Dolphins first week of the season too against might, Vic Fangio. You might might be might, a little might, funky yeah. early on. Just just be prepared for that. It is the final week of our summer of tire rack sweepstakes. We had two big winners so far this is for a set of four brand new tires: Anthony K from Huntingburg, Indiana, and Nelson L from Roswell, Georgia. And one last winner is still up for grabs. Our third winner will be picked on Sunday to win a set of four tires plus insulation, taxes, and fees valued up to $1,500. Enter daily at foxsportradio.com. Every single day you get a fresh new entry and an additional chance to win. And it's free to register. To enter and get rules during the final week of sweepstakes, visit foxsportradio.com. Sponsored by TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, This has been fun, Jeff. Now you'll be on, you're on the weekends, right? Um, Back on Sunday, I'm actually back tomorrow morning filling for the uh, for for two pros and a cup of Joe, as they they're in Ireland. I think they go to Ireland too. Um, and then uh, yeah, Sundays ten to one uh, uh, Eastern. Um, our gambling show is back for the year. I'm excited. Gambling show is back. All right. Well, you made me want to put a little money down on the Commanders over. What is the over? I, I have done that. What is it? Five. I think it's seven and a half. That's a lot of wins. It says 17 game season, so, and I can hear you clicking them out. They were, so maybe they were over that last year. They, they were over that last year, but yeah. so was the entire division. Of course, three teams made the playoffs. For Jeff Schwartz, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.